Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 4, Day 7, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Today we are going to go over a sample week of exercise, but first we are going to talk about what I like to call the others. Then we will bring it home to ourselves. The others are people in your life that you may feel, for whatever reason, are sabotaging your efforts when it comes to healthy eating and exercise. As you start making healthier choices, others may get defensive about their own behavior. They take it personally and sometimes subconsciously try to sabotage your efforts. Unfortunately, since others have failed at weight loss in the past, watching someone else succeed brings up a lot of unresolved issues. You can easily be blamed for their insecurities. You may question yourself and once again get caught up in everyone else instead of focusing on God. This is just another form of distraction keeping you from doing your Father's will. Focusing on everyone else first instead of God first wastes time. Setting limits even if it means not signing up for every single event at work or school so you have time to exercise may not be such a bad thing. You have been set apart to make a difference in people's lives and you need energy in order to do this. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Jeremiah 1.5 I know exactly what I'm missing. Sometimes you need to stick up for yourself, even when the threat appears to be benign. Often someone who doesn't know me will kindly offer me a sugary treat and act shocked when I politely turn it down. This is because our culture supports eating sugar nonstop all day. The next word out of their mouth, which may be the others in your life, is you have no idea what you are missing. Then they offer it again out of a sense of hospitality. I graciously decline again. This usually happens in a social or office setting. However, the place is notorious for passing out food products or coffee shops and grocery stores. Do yourself a favor and skip the samples others are offering you unless you want to be derailed for the rest of the day. Anytime you have sugar earlier in the day, you are potentially waking up your personal sugar monster. When I decline donuts at 10 a.m. or cookies at 3 p.m., the only thing I am missing out on is an extra few hundred calories and craving more sugar for the rest of the day. I'm also missing out on feeling sluggish. I do not need to eat of every tree in the garden, and neither do you. So yes, I know exactly what I'm missing. Eating at non-scheduled meal and snack times when you are not starving has very little to do with actually wanting food. If it did, then you would have a salad instead of a cookie. It has more to do with avoiding the feeling that you are missing out, which can be perceived by some as injustice. If everyone else is having one, why can't you? If you operate under that thinking, you will also wind up with everyone else's health ailments. There will be no lack of food products to try in your future. Every day, food manufacturers are coming up with the next best thing to get you hooked. Do you really need to add to the number of things you already crave? The only thing worth craving is improved health. Now I'd like to share a couple of exercise roadblocks my clients had to clear. One of my clients loved to walk but did not feel comfortable doing it alone. She did not walk in her neighborhood. She also did not like the idea of mall walking because she wanted to be outside. She thought walking her neighborhood might be a good idea, but the minute she drove home after dropping the kids off, she felt compelled to go inside to straighten out the house. The walk never happened. I suggested she drive to two nearby parks she liked that were popular and well-traveled. She checked them out, but decided she still liked her neighborhood better. 
She finally started walking in her neighborhood, but it took her driving to two different parks to come to this conclusion. That's okay. Although she still walked alone, she ran into friends and neighbors and enjoyed that aspect. The point is sometimes you have to take action to wind up right where you started. Another client did not feel comfortable exercising at home with her husband because she felt he was judging her. Either she wasn't doing enough or she was overdoing it or she wasn't doing it right. Although other issues needed to be addressed, the end result was her not exercising. Once this was pointed out to her, she decided the gym was the only way to go and they worked on the rest. In both cases, these women had to figure out a way to make things work. Since the end result was both of these women exercising, both answers were correct. If they had not exercised because of someone else, present or not, they would have allowed someone else or their perception of the situation to control them. You need to remember that you always have options. The same thing happens with food choices. I hear spouses say, now that you are on a new diet, should you really be eating X? There are snide comments like, here we go again, insinuating since other diets have failed, this one will meet the same fate. Of course, this leads to anger, which is understandable. The only problem is, now the anger is controlling you. The next thing you know, you are taking out your anger on a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Is the person inciting you really the one you want in charge of your body? When it comes to movement, there's a saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. Part of finding balance is eating correctly and moving your body in all different planes of motion. As a trainer, I taught total body resistance training. I recommend a class or an app that works your total body, emphasizing low weights with high reps. Include a warm-up in the beginning and gentle flexibility stretching at the end. For daily movement, move all day. No more than 30 minutes of sitting at a time. Pace when you are on the phone. Take the stairs to a bathroom on the next floor. Use a pedometer app. Do whatever you need to do to keep moving. Try walking meetings. Beginner cardio, three to four days per week, 30 to 45 minutes of steady state aerobic cardio. Yes, walking counts at a brisk pace. Bike, swim, job, Zumba, whatever. Almost every piece of equipment at the gym shows aerobic and anaerobic heart rate zones. Stay aerobic. Once you have a cardio baseline and have been doing it for 30 days, then you can add intervals. You can speed up every five minutes for one minute. When that gets easy, speed up after every three minutes for one minute. Do this no more than three days a week. Yoga does not count as cardio. Boxing and kickboxing count as interval cardio. Review the Make Your Move section in week three for best exercises for your body type in the book, Faith Versus Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God. Resistance training, minimum two days per week. Incorporate some type of total body resistance training. Look for high repetition with low weight workouts. If you enjoy yoga or Pilates, this can count as your third resistance day. Flexibility. You don't have to take a yoga class, but you need to stretch daily. Do a quick stretch after workouts. At the end of the day, hit all your muscle groups. Some studies show that stretching can also increase melatonin levels that will help you sleep. Press for time. Combine resistance and interval training. Try riding a bike while using small weights. Do high reps of different arm movements on a stationary bike while in your aerobic zone pedaling. Then put the weights down and sprint on the bike for one minute. Repeat this until you finish your upper body workout on the bike. After you are finished with the bike, do core work, lower body moves, and stretch. This is an efficient way to be done with both resistance and cardio interval training. If you do intense circuit training, keep your other cardio days easy. You don't want intensity more than three days a week. A sample week might be Monday, 30 minutes interval on the bike. Tuesday, resistance training, low weights with high reps, total body training. Wednesday, 30 minutes interval on an elliptical. Thursday, resistance training, Pilates. Friday, 30 minutes interval, choice, swim, walk, jog, box, Zumba, whatever. Saturday, resistance training, power yoga. Since this is a third one, you can do yoga as your choice. 
stick with weights or isometric movements like Pilates for your first two days of resistance. Sunday, active rest. More to come on this in week five. For now, go for a walk with your family or try a family bike ride. Recreate your energy. Finally, since the topic of week four is justice, I would like to wrap it up on this note. If you are still struggling with unresolved injustices, helping others can help you feel less helpless. As Christians, we are called to make a difference by fighting injustice one way or another. We glorify God when we fight injustice, whether justice is served on our watch or not, because we are loving our neighbor in the process. For many, this can also be a path to healing. Today's reflection, exercise your options. Today's action, option number one, when it comes to sugar, you are not missing anything. Just say no if it's not time for dessert. Option number two, use the movement guide to plan workouts for your whole body from the book Faith Versus Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God. Then put your workouts on your calendar, your phone, etc. Option number three, make a difference. Is there an injustice you are called to help others heal from? It may also help you heal in the process. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 